Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! You're on the Midwest Shooters Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 WSSP or 105.7 The Fan. And it's fan music, not fast music. You forgot to say that you're on the crazy train. Oh, you're on the crazy train. (laughs) Yeah, the crazy train. (laughs) When did I forget to say that? But just uh, about a minute ago. Oh. (laughs) And he's John Lehman. I'm Tommy Tommy the True True Newbauer. And uh, Danny Bush is out showing Joe around the studio, the right. station, I should say, the station. Hey, John, I went out to Dave's Turf and Marine a couple weeks ago. I forgot to bring this up. Now, Dave's Turf and Marine, by the name, is they sell lawn and garden stuff, and they also sell boats and motors. Right. Uh, they have the Prince Craft. They have Mercury Outboards. they got Evan Root Outboards. And uh, they've got some used products as well, you know, laying around. But they got a lot of John Deere stuff and other things. And I bought myself a Johnson Red, and that's how it's pronounced, Johnson Red. It used to be called Johnson Roods, but now it's Johnson Reds. Johnson Red. Yeah, that's what it's called. Anyway. What is it? It's a leaf blower and vacuum. Because I got these bushes around the house that in the fall the leaves get, like, blown underneath them. And I can't get them with a rake. I need that leaf vacuum, okay? <laughs> and so I had some left over from last fall that I couldn't get at. So I went out to talk to Dave and Lenny out at Dave's Turf and Marine. They're out by Watertown on Highway 16, like one mile east of Watertown. And uh, he said that this Johnson Red was awesome, he, and it's very powerful. So I bought it on his recommendation because I know Dave is not going to steer oh, me yeah. wrong. wrong. Oh. And uh, I used it that very day. And boy, did it suck up the leaves! Really? <laughs> oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So who I, makes it? Johnson Red, but he carries a lot of like John Deere products in that riding lawnmowers and all that stuff. Yeah, because yeah. he's got high end stuff. That, well, that he's got he's... a lot of. Well, he's got good stuff, <clears throat> and I think he's got. I don't know the uh, the smaller lawnmowers. I know he's got uh, John Deere, and I don't remember if it was Toro or Simplicity or it was one of those orange or red things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one it was, but you'd have to call Dave's Turf and Marine to find and he's out. He's got all steel uh, equipment. Oh yeah, chainsaw steel. And, yeah, yeah, chainsaws and all that stuff. And 
And like I said, and yeah, and he's got, you know, he's got pontoon boats and regular fishing boats and all the outboards, all different sizes. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a family owned business. They've been out there for years. They're really nice people. Um, so yeah, I, I got no complaints with those people. And, uh, and for those of you who did call Casa Grande Hair Salon, you found their number at casagrandehair.com. I want to thank you for calling them to have my picture put up there. What do you think, Greg? Maybe we should get the whole CEO gang picture up there. That would be a, a nice picture to have on the wall. That would bring in a lot of business there. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, you know, on our on the station's website, if you go on to 105.7 FM, the fan, Dot com, and you go over to where it shows shows and you click on Cutting Edge Outdoors, you'll see a picture of me and John and <clears> Bushy <throat> standing right over there in the studio here. Yeah. I think John has the best hair of everybody. Oh, without a doubt. Well, you never saw my hair. <laughs> that is true. You never that saw it. That is true. You always have a hat on. So I've I, always yeah. had I've a never hat seen on. it. Well, here you go, Greg. I'll show you. See? Well, it's kind of, I got hat hair in the morning, so... There is hair there. That but. is some of the best hat hair I've ever seen. Is it? <laughs> it is. Good hat it hair. It is. Yeah. Nice and, and fluffy, ready to go. You yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> take it off. Corn? Yeah, no problem. Corn? Corn? What do you need? Lady, ladies will come come and run it when you take the hat oh, off. They, they can, the ladies, they like running their fingers through my hair. They like that. And <laughs> John's is over there going, oh, no. <laughs> well, Greg, you, you got like that military-style haircut. I have. I used to have yeah. long. I used to have hair... Long hair, just like yeah. yours, but I, I just, I just like it short and trim. You one of these days, I keep threatening. That's what I'm going to do with my hair, you know, high and tight. It, it's nice yeah. in the summer because it, yeah. it keeps you cool. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that. I, I'm one of these days. I'm going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of these days. I bet you won't. <laughs> no, I swear to God, John. One of these days. <laughs> I don't know when, but one of these days I will. I keep threatening it, but I, uh, I probably won't. I don't no, know. you won't. I don't know. Yeah, because every now and then you have to go to some place where you can't wear a hat, and you know, so yeah. Are we lost in our story here? Yeah, we're just lost in a story. We're calling us four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. I was hoping to have Saint Croix, somebody from Saint Croix, call us. I told them that they could call us at five after seven today. Yeah, we've got a couple or of twenty after seven warranties. Warranties. Well. He, well, which I don't we, think which it was, was brought up last yeah, week on the show. I don't think I don't think it was St. Croix so much who had it, it wasn't like the company. I think it was the people in the service department that they don't understand because if you have a uh, an item that has a lifetime warranty and you've had it for 20 25 years, that lifetime warranty should still apply, but they didn't realize that. Okay, they didn't they didn't understand maybe just didn't understand what lifetime warranty meant. And I called I called uh, St. Croix this week. Now, people who heard about it last week, real quickly, I, you know, I, I had a have a rod that was like 25 years old, and I, it was a lifetime warranty. It was the best rod they made at the time, the Premier Graphite, uh, and I wanted it warranty repaired because it was a manufacturer flaw, not nothing I did to it. And uh, they said no. Uh, they said it was too old. And I said, but what what does lifetime warranty mean to you? Yeah. You know. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they're calling now. Who knows? But anyway, so uh, I called them this week, and I talked to a real nice gentleman. I don't know if he's in charge of promotions or what, but big shot up there, I guess, and uh, talked to him, and he said he agreed. No, it, it should be lifetime. So he said, make sure you send me that rod, uh, put my name attention to on it, and he says, and we'll check it out. And I told him, I said, I'm not looking for anything free here. 
But if it says lifetime warranty, when I buy it, I expect it to be a lifetime <laughs> warranty. Who do you got on the line? We have Luke from West Bend. Right. Hey, good morning, Luke from West Bend. What's on your mind this morning? Hey, good morning. This is Small Town Beat and Tackle calling in. Oh, a... yeah, up in up in West Bend area, huh? Yes, sir. Where, hey. exa- where exactly in West Bend are you, Luke? Uh, we're about a half a mile north of Highway 33 on Highway 144. Oh, okay. Oh, I know exactly where that is. It's Barton. It's uh, right, by, right by the Milwaukee River up here in Barton. Yeah, so, and and you're close to. Well, there's a lot of lakes around you up there. Oh yeah, big yeah, cedar, big, little big, cedar, yeah, silver, yeah. Green, oh. there's a ton of them. Yeah, you know, I haven't been up to Big Cedar in quite a while because it it seemed like it got to be Delavan Lake North on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can, yeah, it can get that. So way. I would recommend if people are going to go to Big Cedar, go there in the Perfect. during the week in the morning. Yep, early in the morning, get out of there by ten. You get away from the crazies and yeah, fish out there. So, so uh, what what what's going on up there at uh, what's the name of your place again? Small town bait and tackle. Small town bait and tackle. Why do you call it small town bait and tackle? Yeah, we're in a small town. Barton is Barton is kind of its own thing, but we're still part of West Bend. We still kind of we consider ourselves Barton as a small okay. town. Okay, and and what do you have up there at small town bait and tackle? We have a lot of bait and tackle. We probably probably the best bait around. We got some monster leeches right now. For oh yeah, for those. Yeah. yeah. And and oh. so you got all the different minnows and worms and all that oh, sure, stuff. Sure. And and and, and when the it, shiners and uh, sucker minnows. Yeah. And when it comes to for your for your random lake yeah. uh, musky fishermen. So. When it comes to tackle, uh, do you, you carry like the panfish, bass, walleye, musky, all that different stuff? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, all of that. We got uh, flicker shad, salmos, uh, all the way up to your your cubbies. We got a lot of cubbies here. Uh, oh yeah, got, you gotta have those mini mites. I right? think we have every Swedish pimple made from uh, size <laughs> two up to size five. Yeah, <laughs> and all your ice fishing gear you could need. We keep all that stuff around year round, and we have bear bait up here if you guys go bear hunting. So. Oh well, you know some of that some of that ice fishing tackle is good to use in the summertime too. Oh absolutely, yeah. that's that's why we don't put it away. It gets used a lot here. Yeah. Been, Lately, with the bluegills, it's been getting the little black uh, black chigs with uh, like ISG tails have been working really yeah. well. Now, now, what have you found the bluegills doing right now? They're they're coming in. They're on the they're getting in on the beds. They are fairly shallow. I, like big cedar, if you were going hit under the docks right now, I'm sure you would get your limit. Well, it's a small limit out there now, but what is it now out there? It's ten. Big they cedar is the, one of those lakes with a ten fish panfish limit. Yeah, big cedar, little cedar, and silver. Oh really? Uh, got got in the mix here with that with that limit. Ten yeah. fish, and that's crappie, bluegill, or perch. All any of right. the three, right? Right. Oh, I, see now, I did not know that big cedar and little cedar and silver were one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, how do you? I was calling is yeah. I got an announcement here. We got the the we do a lot of stuff for the Great Lake guys, Great Lake sports fishermen, and they got their salmon and trout derby coming up uh, July first, second, and third. Oh yeah, and yeah. People are looking for tickets. We got tickets here. Or they're all over. They got them over at uh, Fat Boys Tackle in uh, Port and uh, Tripar in Sockville. All over. You can get your tickets for the, the big derby. Oh yeah, that's right. Now, do, do they hold that out of the Milwaukee Harbor? Uh, it's out of Port for sure. Port Washington. Yeah, in uh, over ten thousand dollars in prizes, ten places in each of five categories: daily fish, dial a real prize, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and, Every fifth fish registered wins a prize. So. And and Luke, the the salmon fishing uh, is really good right now, isn't oh, it, it? It's probably the best it's been in four years out yeah, there. It's just guys are just hammering them. Yeah, the cohos are basically jumping in the boat. Yeah, so. And do you carry those Dodgers or Flashers and flies so yes, guys we can do. catch them? We got all those. The only one we're on right now is the Double O Dodger, and it's back ordered for two weeks now, and we're pulling our hair out trying to find them oh, somewhere. Oh man. So. 
Well, what's but, yeah, f- we got the, yeah. the peanut flies have been really hot yeah. this week, what, and now the f- spoons are starting to turn on the Agent Oranges and and you know, that and the moonshines and that. Okay, hey, what's the phone number if people want to call your place? Uh two six two, three three five, six six nine zero. And that's small town bait and tackle. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thanks for calling us, Luke. We appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. All right. Bye now. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That was nice. Bushy, you're back. Yeah. Tell us Tell us what they want to do on North Lake besides holding us anglers off of it. Well, did they ever get that launch built, Tom? That they're working on that little in, in, the, in the little creek. They call it a river. It's not a river. It's a creek. So what are they? They're working on. They're going to work on that. Are they going to dredge it out or something? I, I have no deal in So they still don't. And you know what? I really don't care. So they What's still <laughs> Oh, Tom doesn't care. No, I don't care what they're going to do with that one. I care about what they're going to do with the regular launch under West End. That We own the property for it. We have the property. Build a launch. Well, Gordy gave anyway, me. Anyway, yes. Gordy <laughs> Murs gave me this article. And, uh. Officials with the North Lake Management District are mulling. <laughs> mulling. They're mulling. <laughs> They're all sitting around in one room mulling. I um, wonder if you put a you, special hat on it, it, and mull. And you go, mm. What does it sound like Don't to mull? Don't you mull is cider? That, is, I think John's mulling. Greg, Greg. The listeners <laughs> have no clue what's going on right now. We're mulling. Okay. We're, we're mulling. mulling. Okay. Speaking of, speaking of, how do you okay. spell crick? C-R-E-E-K? It's pronounced, I mean, it's spelled creek, but it's we pronounce it Oh, I know, crick. I know. Old, yeah. My, my parents say the same thing. Yeah. We have a crick in our backyard. And it's really creek. Creek. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay, okay, let's get going on this, guys. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think you guys can maybe... Watch the ADHD just a little bit here, and we can pay attention. So anyway, just don't ask us to mull about it. They're mulling the idea of reducing the daily bag limits for some fish species, but they haven't made a decision yet. Now, how how can I thought the DNR was the only one that sets the (laughs) yeah, but but, well, well, I and a couple of Pewaukee Lake residents, I think we're going to mull changing the limits on our lake too. Yeah, I mean, you just decide that you're going to. Change well, it. What they want to do is reduce the uh, the panfish bag limits because they say that you know they they get hit pretty hard. By who? I don't know. <laughs> by it, who? One of them says as soon as word gets out that somebody caught some crappie and bluegill, it goes around the bait shops and they pass it on, and then the fishing gets pretty oh. heavy. Well, hello, that's every that's every that's, that's every, every lake. It's that's every everywhere. lake in the world. Yeah, every lake, every fisherman, every bait shop. That of course that's going to happen. Bushy, I got an idea. They figured they beat the DNR once on the boat launch. They figure, you know what? We'll just beat them again on it. We'll make up our own limits well, and, and we'll beat is, them again. I think this is the backup plan in that being as the boat launch is going in, they want to reduce the limits to discourage anglers won't want to go there because they can only keep so many fish. I think that <sighs> that might be a, a snicky, <laughs> snicky. How do you spell snicky? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't care. S-N-E-A-K-Y. And here's their other brilliant idea. Another brilliant idea, idea by the people of North Lake. <clears throat> Here it is. Another fish-friendly idea. Fish they must. Friend. They, they must. This must have come to them when they were mulling. Um, <laughs> the, another fish-friendly idea the commissioners are exploring is to mark the 430-acre lake sandbars with buoys. Hein, Hein. That's the guy's name, or Heine. I don't know. <laughs> H e i n e. 
said fish use many of the sandbars for spawning in the spring and marking those shallow areas with buoys would be a way to protect them and let boaters know where they are. That you're gonna let the fishermen know where they are too. Well, I think they're gonna put they, oh, off limits. Off limits. So yeah. they're gonna. They're, yeah. What they'll do is they'll put boys yeah. out in the best fishing areas. Yeah. That'd be like we don't want musky fishermen on Taylor's Bay. Let's just go make Taylor's Bay off limits and Rocky Point off limits. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, gotta protect the Boy, fish see, here. Sorry, it, fishermen. See, you know what? It, 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 they're they're like little kids. You know, little kids. They'll keep. Taking whatever they can, go little by little by little. They keep inching forward, inching forward until you finally put a stop to them and say, no, that's enough. They beat the DNR with the launch on the West End. Now they're going to inch a little bit closer. Now let's do the limits. And if they get that, oh, now we're going to go a little bit more. We're going to protect. We're going to put buoys out on sandbars. Oh, we're going to do a little bit more. Yeah, you you, you watch. You're just going to keep going and going. You're nibbling away, nibbling away. It's like the salesman with their foot in the door. Once they get it in the door, it's hard to get it out. I knew I'd get you going on that eventually. <laughs> yes, Tom. yes, you did. Yes, you did. Took a while. Hey, look, can we go to a commercial break? Greg's been waiting impatiently. Yeah, he's just oh, watching. Really? He's watching Sports Center or something <laughs> over here, or the Spanish Channel. That's good. Watching the Spanish. Why can't we watch that anymore? By the way, I don't know. Yeah, I took two years always... of Spanish and I can't speak one word of it. No, I, I didn't know. care. Hola. Well. You don't. You don't. You don't <laughs> care. You just look at the pictures. You just. Yeah. You just you... <laughs> Just oh, look at the boobs. I just, oh, I just, all. you know what I know in Spanish that's really good to know? What's that? Uh, call my lawyer. No. <laughs> what is it? Gra- grande <laughs> cerveza, por favor. What's that mean? Large beer, please. <laughs> and Casa Grande. Well, and we have, a, but, but see, Casa Grande hair salon is, is not actually Spanish. The lady's name who used to own it was named Grandy. G-R-A-N-D-E. Grandy. But grande is also pronounced the same way. So she called it Casa Grande, which was Grandy's house. Well, now, uh, but now it's Casa Grande. It's like the large house. But it's got nothing really to do with Spanish. It just came out that way. <laughs> okay, go take, take us to a break, will you? Speaking of having go, nothing to do with go. nothing. <laughs> Welcome back to the Batman Fish Attractant. What? I lost my notes. What notes? You don't need no notes. Bushy, you want this anymore? What? You want this anymore? No. 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 Okay, Welcome back to the Batman Fish Attractant Studios. Tom, what do you got? What do I got? <laughs> what? He looks at me. What do you got? I'll tell you what I got. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what I. If, if anybody's looking for a gosh darn good campground, Wagon Trail Campground up in Door County is a great place oh. to go. Yep, that's where I was staying. And at night, I could hear coyotes howling. And when it was really rough, you could hear the waves washing from Lake Michigan. Oh, that's cool. Where in Door County? Um, by Ellison, Ellison Bay. Mm. Uh up near, all, well, there's what, Sister Bay, Ephraim, Fish Creek, all those little towns around there. I get them all confused. I forget which one I'm in sometimes. But, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, the uh, you scen- scenery's up there is great. And I sleeping in a tent in the rain is great, except you got to remember to zip the zippers up completely. 
because I woke up. I woke up in a puddle one oh. one morning, which sure, wasn't good. You sure it was the rain? Oh hey, yeah. Well, I think someone snuck in my tent, eh, and put my fingers in a cup of hot, hot water. water. <laughs> hey, hey, does you, that you work? Were, I don't think so. Hey, you were talking about yeah, the comorants up there. Yeah, oh, comorants. You know, it's not just Wisconsin up on the Bay of Green Bay that's got problems with comorants. Michigan, uh, 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 what do you call? It? No, Minnesota's got problems with them in areas that they're shooting over there. There's other places around the country that have problems with comorants. Now, you wanted to get a job, right? I have. I do have a job. <laughs> I'm here to let you guys know that I've been hired as a comorant shoot sharpshooter. Really? Comorant color. Yep, that's it. That's me. Going to give me a special little, you know, boat and a hat and a... Get a little badge? Badge. <laughs> I don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> Anyway, I'm a the Barney, the Barney Fife of Comrade shooters. They'll give him one bullet. Color. <laughs> Actually, what I got is a giant black Comrade suit, and I'm gonna <laughs> pretend you're a Comrade. I'll be behind the wheel of a boat. <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna infiltrate. You're going undercover. I'm going undercover. <laughs> I'm heading heading to the Strawberry Islands to infiltrate a colony yeah. of Comrades. They'll never. They'll I'm going never to live. Know. Yeah. Amongst them and get to know them and learn their habits and then I'll set them up for the big kill. <laughs> you know, I'd like that job, shooting comrades. Yeah, that'd be fun. I wonder what they do with the bodies. I don't know. Feed them to sharks. I was gonna say <laughs> killer whales. I was gonna say feed them to the pigs that they had on the island, but they shot the pigs. Oh, that's a shame. I told you that story. Yeah, yeah. They put the pigs on the island. What did they do with the pigs then? Did they eat them or anything or uh, donate them somewhere or take know. them to a butcher shop? Uh, I think they had it at the Fish Creek Harvest Festival that year, yeah. probably. Probably yeah. had all those pigs. They were fattened up on Comorant eggs. Wow. Yeah, but they're everywhere. Yeah. and they're, But but they're not near as noisy as the seagulls. Ooh. No? Oh, the seagulls oh, the are seagulls just, are crazy. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're just dotted out there, the islands, with you got the mix of the seagulls and the Comorants. Evidently, they get mm. along really well. But uh, I guess they're eating a lot of vegetation and so forth. Mm -hmm. Can you eat Not a cop vegetation? No, what? Uh, no, no, no they eat fish. Eat, they eat fish. Yeah, comorants. They're that's terrible why, to eat. Yeah, that, and, yeah. They're, and, but that's why the comorants are such a big problem in so many areas because they're eating the small of the year fish. Right. One, well, I, I mean, think and, I was told though by I thought they said that they pulled the vegetation out. I don't know. Seems to me they were worried about. Well, maybe they like a little salad with their fish. I think fish. that's what the USDA guy said. No, it's fish that they're worried about. Yeah, it's, no, it's the No, they're not fish. worried about fish. Yeah, they're worried yeah. about comrades eating fish. Yeah, definitely. I agree what with John. What fish are they yeah. worried about them eating? They eat anything that, that, that they can get down their gullet, and like it's the young of the year or maybe one-year-old fish. They will, you know, hundreds of thousands of those cormorants will come in. Just imagine how many fish they're eating. Like in in some areas when well, they what kind when of they, fish are they eating? Whatever whatever, whatever they can get. Well, there's tons of walleyes and everything whatever, else. That's I don't right. think they're yeah. even. They'll and, eat whatever they I can. I think they're helping keep the population in check. Actually, there's so no, many fish no, up there. No, such a small. There's no impact from them anymore. They used to have a ring around the neck of the comrade. Yeah, there's and still an impact with them. And then they'd swallow the the fish, and then they'd take the ring, and take the ring and push the ring forward, and that pushed all the fish out of the neck of the camera and then they throw it in again to die for more fish oh people yeah that's right over in uh uh, uh 
Yeah, they China. Use, yeah, they use them for actually catching fish. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They got like pet cormorants. Yeah. yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I saw a thing about that. Yes, they do. John's right. Yeah. They used or I think they got the cormorants tied up or something, don't they? Yes. Because they can dive pretty deep. And yeah, they would catch these fish. They'd have this ring and then they'd take they slide this thing up and all the little fish would come out and the we could would send you down with a snorkel, Tom. Yes. Thanks a lot. Tie a big rope to him. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> he ain't coming up unless oh, you got a fish God. either. Hey, when we come back, maybe we can talk a little bit about, oh, we're going to do the, excuse me, when we come back, we're going to be doing the trading post. If you have something to sell, you know, that's outdoor related, preferably, or you're looking for something to buy. And the trading post is bought, brought to you by Bucky's Mind Fine Meats and uh, Sausages out there in McGuanago. But uh, that's coming up, and you're going to be calling 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. You call to be on the trading post. That's going to come up right after this break. So stay tuned for more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bait Made Fish Attraction Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. It is now time for the trading post. 799-1250. Yep. The trading post is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago, where they have earned your trust in the quality products they sell, and they do sell quality stuff. You, you, matter of fact, they got free samples out there. That's why I like them. They got free samples. You go in there and you check out some of the stuff. <laughs> What do you think, Joe? That's a good idea, right? Free samples? I gave Joe some jerky. I've yeah. Got ju- yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's tried some, so. Yeah. Of course yeah. it's good stuff. So, we got anybody on the line yet for the trading post? Oh, it looks like we do have a caller calling in. 799-1250. You got something to sell? You got, you're looking for something to buy? Preferably it's outdoor stuff, not 40-year-old TVs. Or like your... <laughs> Five-year-old yeah. niece's dresses that yeah. you no longer right. need. We have Larry on the line. All right, great. Hey, good morning, Larry. How are you? Yeah, we're fine. Hey, uh, what do you got to sell? I have a iCam Extreme glasses. I don't know if you remember those. They were sold at, like, Cabela's and Gander. You can Our- video your fishing trips. It has different color lenses. These are brand new with the SD card and the mini SD card. Are those, like, GoPros? They're, I don't want to say they're like Go. I think GoPro is much better than these glasses. But these glasses, you can put them on. You can fish, bolt oh, on hunts. You put them. You, uh, you put them on your like like regular glasses. You put them on. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're they're actually like sunglasses. They have clear they have clear lenses. They have you can they're interchangeable uh, lenses as well. And there's a video. There's a camera in there. Yes, right between the both glasses, right in the middle of it. There's a small little camera, and I think it takes up to two hours of video. I have never used them. They're brand new, and I'm only asking 30 bucks for them. What happened to my pen? You got my pen. Give me my pen, Bushy. Okay, wait a minute. What was your name again? Larry. Larry, that's it. I'm sorry, Larry. Tom probably will buy them here. Larry, what's your phone number? 414. Yeah? 234. Uh-huh. 1846. These would be really cool for somebody who wants to videotape their catches and all that. Yeah. 
Yeah, everything. I mean, you can use them for softball games. You can use them for fishing. You can use them. For, I just got them as a gift that never used. And never. And you're asking what thirty bucks only? Yeah. Oh yep. wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll well, never, I I love. I, I'll never get there. Oh. I'd, I'd buy one of those. In this flash. <laughs> sure. Okay. The name is Larry, and the phone number is four one four two three four one eight four six. And the, yep. the, what are they called again, Larry? ICAM Extreme Glasses. So it's ICAM, like K-A-M, not yeah. C-A-M. Yeah. ICAM Extreme Glasses. Okay, Larry, it's out there. All right. Hey, Th- great show, guys. Thank Th- you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. All right. If yeah. anybody else has got something, seven nine nine twelve fifty. If not, the Trading Post was brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Go to Bucky'sMeats.com for more information. All right. Uh, Bushy, we were talking off the air about different rods for different species. Yep. You know, maybe we should, like, run through those pretty quick on what we all like, you know, as far as panfish to muskie and everything in between. Okay. Uh, I'll start. Okay. Trolling. Yeah. I think the biggest mistake. Trolling for what? Anything. Anything. I think the biggest mistake people make trolling is they, they try and go with too stiff of a Graphite type rod. Yeah. I think a, a a rod with some give, a soft tip, right. fiberglass rods, cheap rods work yeah. great for trolling. Or like those ones that are composites, they're part graphite, part fiberglass, but you, you they want, got the bend in you there. You want to have some give. Yeah. I think you don't want to have some. You don't need something that's going to be. Some, yeah, I, I think that's the biggest mistake people make. Okay. Trolling. I know when it comes to bass fishing, I prefer anything. When I'm throwing spinnerbaits, uh, plastics, uh, most plastics, and uh, and crankbaits and all that, I like at least a medium action. On my spinnerbait rods and jig rods, I like a medium heavy, actually. Um, and I just, because if you get a big fish on, by golly, you want to be able to jerk them out of the areas that you're fishing in sometimes, you know, especially if you're fishing in heavy weeds or under docks right. and that. But generally, medium action is the best for bass fishing all around. Now, if you're throwing something like a Kelly worm, a pre-rigged plastic worm, you want to get distance on that cast. So maybe a, sometimes maybe a, a, a seven-foot medium light, you know, a medium okay. light action with eight-pound test, you get a lot of distance out of it. Because with the bass fishing, I'm using anywhere from 10 all the way up to 17. You know, I'm using, you know, that type of line. And you you're, know, you're still using mono, right? Yeah. You know, I tried the, the super braids for a couple of years, and... You know, there, there's good and bad with mono and good and bad with super braids, you right. know? I mean, the super braids, awesome hook setting ability, but not that great fish fighting ability because there is no give, and you need a little right. bit of give, you know? Uh, how many times have you brought a fish to the boat bushy when it decides to take a dive and go away from the boat? Right. And if you didn't have that little bit of stretch in the line like mono has, yes, you got it in the rod. You know, your rod yep. should be able to bend yep. with it, but you need that little bit of stretch. You got to keep that direct contact. Now, granted, mono isn't the greatest for setting the hook at a distance. Close up, it's fine, but at a distance, it might might not be that great. So there, there's good pros and cons with both. And here's another thing: on the on the on the super braid lines, they always say you should use like about a three or four foot liter of fluorocarbon. Yep. Well, you have to attach that to a little barrel swivel, right? Yeah. The, your, the line to your reel goes well, to the barrel swivel, and then the line right. to the to the, your 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 floral carbon <laughs> goes to the barrel swivel, unless you can tie one of those knots together for the lines together. That's, well, that's what I that's what we did up in uh, 
Door County okay. as we tied it direct with right. two uni knots, right. five wraps each. Right. Now, here's the problem, though, but, that I have. But you got to be careful yeah. because that is the weak spot. Well, see, that's just it. The knot is the weakest spot of your line. So if you're using a barrel swivel, you've got now three knots, the one to your bait and right. two to the barrel. you got three knots instead of one. Now, when you're using a uni knot, now you got two knots instead of one, okay? So you got two weak spots. And here's the other thing. If you're using that little barrel swivel and you've got three, four feet of leader, you're always bringing that barrel swivel through that tip guide. And it's hitting that tip guide coming in and going out every time. Isn't that going to damage the tip guide after a while? Yeah, that's you why. You would kind of think so. That's why we tied the, uh, the, the uni knot. The, we tied the knots. But, you know, that knot gets kind of wore going yeah. through the cast. That's why we'd retie you know, every day before we went out again. But I won't lie, we did have a couple break-offs. We did have a couple. Yeah, fail, it, fail. That's where, it, what I found is with the fluorocarbon, when you tie it to the braid, the fluorocarbon's really kind of stiffer. And no matter if you spit on it, whatever, try and get it lubricated, you got to really cinch those loops so it's tight. Right. You don't, if you don't have that uni knot cinched tight with that fluorocarbon, it's going to snap. Yeah. It's going to it's going to break. So you really got to be very careful in cinching cinching the knots together and I had one break on a hook set on a big bass, but I made the mistake of tying that at about 11 o'clock at night in the dark cuz mosquitoes <laughs> were biting me the night before, so that's my excuse. Well, you know, here's another thing too. After when, about three yeah. grape knee highs. People don't realize how important that knot is and how you're braided your line can get depending on where you're fishing. And it's, it's not a bad idea, you know, like let's say you catch five or six or seven of those nice smallies in a row. It's not a bad idea to retie the knot, you know. Let's say if you were using yeah, monotine yeah. direct, it's not a bad idea because you're putting a lot of stress and strain on that knot, you know. And let's face it, we're all, we all get a little lazy when we're fishing, especially when catching is good. And we tend to, well, I don't want to take the time to retie you're, a you're knot. You want to keep fishing, yep. yeah. So I'm I'm as guilty of that as anybody else, you know. But I have to discipline myself at times, saying retie the knot, retie the knot, do it, you know, because you've caught. It it happens with bluegills too. You're using four pound test line and you're catching right. nice gills or crappies, and you've caught about a dozen already. Not a bad time maybe to think about retying that knot. So you actually go as low as four pound for for panfish. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I've never gone yeah. any lighter than six. Six yeah, just no. seems so. Thin well, as it is, the reason I go to four is because with the mini mites, I can get a longer cast with them. Okay, and that's what I like a little and bit longer. Now, do you cast. prefer to to use like those five and a half foot little ultralights, or do you like a longer run? I like a them? longer run, six and a half, seven feet. Okay, Bec- and and I don't like an ultralight. I like a light action with an extra fast tip. Okay, because that'll get the bait out there much quicker. But you know what? Some people like those little five and a half foot ultralights and light actions. Hey, I mean, you know, it depends on what you like, what you prefer, what kind of fishing you're doing. If you're using a bobber, you don't need a longer rod. Right. You, you, a shorter one will zip that baby out just fine, you know. So, yeah, no problem. But I just happen to like the little bit longer ones gotcha. yeah, for the panfish. And four-pound test, you know, it's amazing. I even one time caught a legal muskie. At the time, the legal limit was 34 inches. I caught a 35-inch muskie on the four-foot, I mean, on the four-pound test, five-and-a-half-foot ultralight rod. I caught it. Yeah, I mean, it took a while. I chased it around, but I caught it. You know, I mean, so you can catch bigger fish on the lighter stuff. 
and that's why God invented drags on reels. Right. <laughs> you got to have that drag set properly. Not enough people check that drag before they cast. They they don't give a little pull and, and check it. You I'm know? constantly I, I, checking. I, yeah, yes, I, constantly. Got, there's guys that'll take the drag, and if they've got a big fish, they knock the little lever over, and then they back reel. Yeah, a lot of guys will back reel. Yeah, the spinning reels. A lot of guys. Yeah, like to some do guys that. will back reel. I, I, don't, I don't see I, any. I try doing that. Do <laughs> the, the reels nowadays, though, they're drags. If you got to buy a the decent reel, are, the drags I, are beautiful. Yeah, they are great. But I tried back reeling, and if that fish takes a run, that that handle comes out of your hand. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes spinning around like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get a big old mess, and you lose yeah, the I, fish. Uh, and I, I lost a muskie on a hook set with the back reel method yeah. years ago. So yeah, that can happen. No yeah, longer you, employing that you, technology. Years ago, I, I used a, 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 this a long time ago, I had a, a, a Ambassador 5000D direct drive. No drag at yeah, all. Yeah, I remember that one. Remember, the, they were green. Yeah, the green, D- yeah, 5,000D, direct, D, yeah, direct, direct drive. drive, no drag. Uh, not anymore. I won't use it. <laughs> okay, we got to go to a break. I, I won't use that anymore. That's a knuckle buster for muskies. Uh, we got to go to a break, folks. We'll be right back with more of John, Dan, and Tom here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM. The f- it's the final countdown. It is, Bushy. Huh? The final segment. Oh, where are we? Yeah, where are we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Bait Mate Fish Attraction That's where Studios. we are. Yeah, that's where we are. I had to look at the wall to see. <laughs> what was John doing? He's looking outside the window there. He, I'm looking at these bobbleheads. He's playing with oh, the bobbleheads over there. He's playing with the bobbleheads. All right, we got to get a bobblehead of John. Maybe all three of us. Maybe one of our sponsors would come up with a bobblehead of all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would have to come in an extra large box. I was just going to say, <laughs> yours would be the biggest head of all. I do have a big head. My wife, my wife, one of her nicknames for me is Big Head. Seriously. <laughs> and I call her Little Head because she got a little head. I got this big head. Anyway, who you got on the line, Greg? Let's get off this topic. We have Mark from Smokies. Oh, Hello, Mark, one of the f- wonderful technicians over there at Smokey's. How are you? Hey, Chop Bar and Casino. Good morning, yeah. guys. What's on your mind this morning? Well, just thanks for letting me be in the final countdown. That's <laughs> right. The final countdown. I got one word for you guys that are fishermen and sitting on the couch right now. One word, Gybo, G-Y-B-O-H. Get your butt out here. Oh, why? Is fishing that good? Fishing's good, Tom. Yeah? Bass are biting, muskies are biting. Even the girls are biting. Oh. Oh. And, 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 folks, he's talking about big female muskies. That's what John talks about when he says the girls are biting. Right. Yeah, the right. big girls are biting. That's I mean, it's, the it's big muskies. It's acceptable to let your fishing partner date a big fat girl if we're talking yeah. about muskies. Yeah. So, so right. every want to call and say, yeah. Did um, you feed some of the pet? Come on out. Fishing has been good. You want a bass fish, buy some of my golden shiners, you know. Yeah. You want a musky fish. Here's a little secret. Joel's spinnerbait arms are like hot sauce. You can put that shit on anything. Excuse my language. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, that's been working real good. I've been scoring fish on a small Medusa in a uh, nickel blade on a spinnerbait arm. Working yeah. nice. Yeah. So, uh, but, small uh, Medusa. What the heck is that? Oh, What's a Medusa? It's a plastic. Triple yeah, I know. But they're big head. It is, say that you know? again. It's a what? Uh, triple tail uh, rubber. 
Like a curly tails? Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I want the audience to know what exactly. Oh, I know I what they are. I know what they yeah. are. Oh. Yeah, but our audience yeah. doesn't know, might not know what a Medusa is. Yeah, I, I, I forget. You know everything. Tom. No, I don't. No, I don't. He's greatly learned. No, no, I don't. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of musky lures out there that I look at. I don't know what they are, or I don't, or I forget what they are. You know, if they're old, sometimes the older ones. Right. I forget right. the names because there are so many different musky lures out there. And of course, at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, you got them all. Right, right. Yeah. But a lot of stuff is working. So you should, uh, you know, fish are uh, biting. Huh? Aren't I you going to? I think you? there's a uh, outing out there today out of Sports Talk. Uh, Wapta Bass Tournament going on. And then we have uh, Muskie's Inc. is kind enough to do a Big Brothers, Big Sisters thing that's right out of the musky shop here. Oh, that's good. So, hey, uh, aren't you going to tell people about the secret of you catching those suspended fish on Bondi baits? Oh, man, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to watch out. Hey, John wants our info. You heard it right <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. John yeah. wants our listeners to be informed about what's going on and what's hot. I know. I John know. who? Yes. Be quiet. You I know he there. does. Yes, Bondi baits are working. For and, suspended fish. And, yeah, I was way up the off the bottom a couple times this week and caught fish. So... You got to look for the schools of bait fish, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, it, it helps, you know. It helps, yeah. A couple yeah. of the fish that we caught, we didn't even see anything. We caught a muskie and then immediately got into a pile of bait, so they were sitting near it. Yeah, you know? not far away. Well, they're never too far away from the dinner table, right? I'm the same way. Yeah, aren't we yeah. all? Aren't we? We all have like a refrigerator in our house, right? Oh, and one in a garage too. Yeah, well, well. As old as we are. Well, yeah. Well, you know, you're you're special. So, so all right. Yes, well, thanks I for am. calling, Mark. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, yeah. Thanks for telling yeah. us about your hot tip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Mark. All right, yeah, Mark. One, guys. You God too. Bless. Bye Take now. Care. Bye-bye. Yeah, you know what? Mark Mark's going to get on me now next time I see him. Why did you tell people about that? <laughs> He's going to get on me. Well, hey, you know, it's a, it's a, it's one technique of many, right? right. Doesn't doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. It's just one technique, you know. Suspended fish with a bondy bait. Yeah. To, bond- our, to all our listeners, uh, it's getting to be about that time. Uh, God bless. Stay free. Uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. All right. Um, and for people who don't know what a bondy bait is, it's basically a, a big rubber blade bait that sinks. You know, it's big rubber blade bait that sinks. Yeah, you got to have a lot of patience you to do. sit and jerk that thing up and up down. Up and down for yeah. hours. Yeah, you do, yeah. But it's just one of many techniques there are in musky fishing, just like in whether it be bass fishing or walleye fishing or pan fishing. I mean, there are many different techniques and Hopefully, one of them will work for our listeners, and one of them will work for us. And sometimes none of them work. (laughs) That happens. That does happen. That does happen. You know, Danny, every now and then, somebody will ask me, you know, if I say, yeah, I went fishing the other day, and they'll say, oh, did you catch any fish? You know what my standard comeback answer is? I went fishing, didn't I? Oh. (laughs) It's a real smart-ass answer, but, but, I can never always say that when I go musky fishing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can't always say it then. Because let's face it, we don't always catch a muskie when we go out. Except for you. It seems like you always catch no, muskies. No, I don't. Nope. No? A lot of times, but yeah. muskie fishing's tough. Yeah. Hey, I want to thank our listeners for listening. I want to thank uh, the callers for calling in. Joe, it's been it's been great meeting you this morning and checking out all that stuff that Greg does back there. Yeah, there's somebody there now at the window. See, he's waiting to come in for the next show. 
So, what show do anyway. we have coming up next, Greg? Uh, oh. The Nary Home Improvement Show. Yeah, with uh, Mike McGivern. Big time, Mike McGivern. Big time. You don't want to do any impersonations of him like uh, Baby Tausch does? No, no. No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. For Dan, Tom, John, Greg, our producer, special guest, Joe, today. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Talk to you all next week. Don't you want that? Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.